Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Yankees executive Hal Steinbrenner came out on the record saying that he's confused why Yankee fans are so upset at this point of the season. Don't worry, Hal. I'm here to give you the details. Listen in. Brand new episode of the Pinstripe Talk podcast, which begins right now. You are listening to the Pinstripe Talk podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of of the Pinstripe Talk Podcast, powered to you by Delahanty Media. I'm your host, Nick Delahanty. Listen, I know that we are just about to wrap up the Mariners series, but I couldn't wait any longer to come on air, jump about this hot topic right now. If you listen to the Michael K Show, Yankees executive Hal Steinbrenner made an appearance to talk to K, which is a usual thing that, you know, it's not often, but it does happen. And... The topic of Yankee fans being upset with the Yankees' start to the year came up. And if you missed what Steinbrenner had to say, I'm here to give it to you right now. His quote, I understand they're upset. I'm a little confused this year, in the third week of June, why they're so upset. Because they're upset, and that's getting my attention. Confused? I I don't understand why this man who is a successful business person is confused about. Let's start off with the broader picture of things, right? At this point in the season, Yankees are just under 10 games out of the division lead. You could even make the case that they have no chance of getting back into the division race, especially given how well Tampa has played. Now, let's also take a second to remember, the Yankees have the second highest payroll in baseball. They're supposed to have guys in this lineup that are premium guys that are supposed to be difference makers. The Yankees' difference makers have been terrible. LeMahieu's been terrible. Donaldson's been terrible. Glaber Torres has been up and down. Anthony Rizzo was good to start the year. He's been struggling. And then... You look at some other guys, Giancarlo Stanton, abysmal at the plate as of late since he came back from his injury, another guy who can't stay on the field. Speaking of guys who can't stay on the field, Aaron Judge gets hurt in LA, hurts his toe ever since it's been a waiting game. What's going on with Judge? We can't get straight answers. So if you're looking at it from the broader picture of things, the Yankees only hope to make the playoffs right now would be the wild card, and that's a crapshoot especially with so many teams being in the mix. You mean to tell me that, oh, Josh Donaldson, who's 37 years old, is just going to flip a switch and be the MVP that he was in Toronto? No way. This guy's been bad for a couple of years now, and you still continue to play him every day. LeMahieu, Aaron Boone keeps saying, oh, I want him to work on certain things, yada, yada, yada. I don't want to hear it. Put him in the lineup. You're paying him $15 million a year. This is not the machine that we paid a couple of years ago. It's sadly just not the case. And if you're looking at the whole grand scheme of the lineup, you're putting out 
Guys like Billy McKinney, who have been really good. Jake Bowers, who has hit the ball extremely well. But these are guys that we never expected to be in the Yankees' everyday lineup come this point of the year. Something's got to give. And for me personally, I'm tired of the mediocrity and the content feeling that this organization provides. Number one, the Yankees fan base has every right to be upset. And I understand why there's so much frustration. I do. Number one, we talk about the highest payroll. Yankee fans are passionate people. Let's remember this. Yankee fans will pay to see their team and to support their team. And even with the product that they're putting on the field, Yankee fans have shown up to the stadium on a regular basis and quite frankly, have filled the stadium pretty nicely. Let's take this into consideration. Now, of course, I'm going to use an example from another organization because, again, it is all relevant. I bought tickets to a game later in the year in Philadelphia. I paid $90 a ticket to sit second row from the field. $90 at Yankee Stadium gets me in the 300s if I'm lucky. Or maybe the 200s, depending on the game and the opponent. And that's not even bringing in the $48 to park in the parking lot that's across the street. Where you're literally just plopping your car down for three hours. So, the prices are atrocious. How could a family afford to go to these games? It's not like the olden days where you could go up and get a $10 ticket and park for $10-15 and, and call it a day and have a great time. That's irrelevant. Unless you're one of those people that are really good at looking at tickets and buying last-minute tickets, it's a business that the Yankees have made it fairly impossible for the common family to go to a game and have fun and enjoy it. And then they wonder why everybody's so upset. If I was a season ticket holder, I'd be living. I really would be. I would not want to go every single night and watch Willie Calhoun and Jake Bowers, and Billy McKinney. These are not the guys I paid to watch. And for the last couple of years, all the organization has been doing is saying, we're so close, we're so close, we're so close. We can't stay healthy. You know, the Astros are better. No, at this point, and at this time, you have to start holding people accountable. And it starts with Brian Cashman. They made one move this offseason. And that was to get Carlos Rodon. Where has Carlos Rodon been? Carlos Rodon hasn't even touched a mound in a game for the Yankees yet. And we're in June. The Yankees burned down Nestor Cortez. Honestly, if I was a betting man, I would say that Cortez is definitely not going to come back. The guy he was last year seems like he was a one-hit wonder, a great one-hit wonder at that. But he was a guy that they were relying on. Luis Severino, you cannot count on him. He's unreliable. You don't know what are you going to get from starting. You don't. Domingo Herman, another guy who is a sticky situation away from a 50-game suspension. The bullpen's been good, but how much are you going to burn them out? And then you look at the lineup. It's still a strikeout-heavy lineup. Not many guys that put the ball in play and make things happen. And it's even more evident when Judge is not in the lineup. It's actually embarrassing how bad the lineup is without judging it. And Harrison Bader's a nice piece to get back. Great. When he's healthy, how long is he going to be on the field? 
does he last two, three weeks before another injury comes up? Because that's been, for the last couple of years, he's an injury-prone center fielder. Availability is the best ability. And then you're toying with guys like Bowers and guys like Calhoun in the outfield, where it's very, very scary to think when a fly ball is hit that you don't have certainty that's going to get caught. A guy like Estevan Floreal, close to 20 homers in AAA. This guy can't get an everyday shot on this team? Something's got to give. And then you look at the prospect development. The Yankees haven't developed prospects very well. Judge was a home run. You know, Gary Sanchez, They, you could say he had a couple of good years, but overall that didn't work out. Greg Bird, I could go on and on and on about the certain things that have gone through the Yankees organization. But before we move on on that topic, let me ask you, where's Davey Garcia? They were telling me he was the next Pedro Martinez. Haven't heard from him. He can't even get a call to the big leagues when they need a spot starter. It's gotten to that point. And that falls under the general manager who constructs this team and continues to believe that this team is a winning team and the player development. What are we doing here? Nothing positive under my watch and under my microscope of things. And then you look in the dugout and Aaron Boone is going to get a lot of credit from the organization because they love him. He's a puppet. He's not going to get the heat. They're going to blame everything else. Oh, he hasn't had his full team, this and that. The sky is blue over there, but it's gray on this side. It's time that he gets held accountable too. If you look at the best managers in baseball, do you honestly consider Boone to be among that group? I don't. I don't even think Boone is close. To be quite honest with you, I think Boone is a terrible manager. And I think that if the Yankees want to win and they want to get over this hump, he's not the guy to lead them. And I'm getting tired and tired of his excuses. You listen to him on the Talking Yanks podcast and he's getting offended when a logical question about a situation arises. Jake asked him, you know, in Boston, in the Boston series, you're up two to one. You're struggling to score runs, a runner on third. You have the infield back, that run scores. The Red Sox end up winning the game. And Boone gets all defensive. It's a logical question. You have to know the state of your team. The team's been pathetic. What is Dylan Lawson doing? Stop telling me he's developing Jake Bowers and Willie Calhoun. Because, let's be honest, Willie Calhoun's not hating like an all-star. Not by any means. Bowers had a nice stretch. Good for him. Does it last? But what about the other guys in the lineup? They're not doing anything. These big veterans that they have, not doing a thing. So this team is in a current state of mess. And quite frankly, I think it goes from the top down. If these guys can't stay healthy, there's one of two scenarios you got to look at. One, you got to cut ties with these guys that can't stay on the field. You got to figure out a way. It's sad to say, but it's true. The other thing is, do you really need another overhaul of your training staff because they tried that and it quite frankly hasn't worked. Not many other teams have had this many injury trouble in this many consecutive seasons like the New York Yankees have. I think that if you're looking at it from Hal Steinbrenner's approach, Hal is saying that it's the middle of June, there's a lot of baseball left to be played, we haven't been fully healthy yet, 
And Yankee fans need to calm down a bit. But I feel like this has culminated over a very long period of time. And you could say it probably goes back to 2017, 2018. It's been the same story each and every year. They try to sell you on the same core of players and it's not getting the job done. And then you're questioning how they're developing prospects. Volpe, who was getting on base early on, was a stolen base threat, hasn't really been himself at the plate, taking a lot of what they call daddy hacks, trying to kill the ball. And when he gets on base, they're not even using him to run. The new trend in baseball is that you're running when you have speed. The bigger bases, the new rules about the pickoff moves, these are all benefits for Volpe. A walk could turn into him being on third base, but they haven't tried it. And I don't know if it's a confidence thing with him or if they're just not running. I don't know what it is. But notice, Aaron Hicks gets out of the spotlight. He's been doing pretty well in Baltimore. Why is it that there's guys that leave the Yankees, find success elsewhere? Sonny Gray, even Joey Gallo. These are guys that have done some damage since they've left the Bronx. And yes, it's not for everybody. It's not a place where if you're not thick-skinned, you're going to survive. But at the end of the day, something's got to give. And instead of criticizing the fans for being so upset, I think it's time that Steinbrenner and his crew start reflecting on what's going on inside the building. Because there's a lot of things that are wrong and are not going well. I really want to know, does he really feel that this team is a World Series caliber roster at this point in the year? And if he tells you yes, he's lying. Because this team is not a World Series built team. Even when healthy. Stop letting them fool you. His comments frustrated me, I think, because he's him and Boone talking about the fans and how vocal and upset they are. They have every right. Every single right. And they have been supportive throughout the ups and downs, the highs and lows. But after a while, how much are you going to take? How much are you going to give? How long are you going to let this charade keep going? Listen, I may be biased because I grew up in the end of the Steinbrenner era with George at the helm. And I literally grew up during the World Series runs. And that's what I know as leading the New York Yankees. When you see a problem with your roster, you fix it. You don't shy away from it. You go after it. Say what you want about George. Yes, he made some mistakes in his role as the owner of the Yankees. But at the end of the day, that man spent money. And that man did whatever it took to help the Yankees win. And that's why they were so successful. He didn't want them to be in second place. Anything lower than first place was a disappointment. This, it just seems like, oh, you know, we have time. There's no sense of urgency or accountability. Listen, I went opening weekend. I, of course, I'm a diehard Yankees fan. I always will be. But to say that, you know, we're out of line for being upset about things doesn't sit right with me. And I think that somebody has to start calling them out, especially the front office, because this has been the common denominator for the last couple of years. You know, 
You told us that Bryce Harper wasn't a fit. But then you get Giancarlo Stanton to be your everyday DH who hasn't been healthy. You could have went out and pursued a guy like Manny Machado that could have locked up your third base position. Or you could have kept a guy like Gio Urshela who was good in the clubhouse, a great fielder, but you told us that Josh Donaldson was a better player. Look how that turned out. That hasn't helped one bit whatsoever. And he continued to tell us that Luis Severino's the answer on the mound. And guys like Domingo Herman and Nestor Cortez are going to fill in the void behind the ace, who you're paying $30 million a year to dominate, and that's what he's done all year. And to what point? You're nine and a half out of the division, and you're behind two teams that don't even have a quarter of the payroll you have. I'm not saying that you have to spend $900 million on a roster. Look at the Mets. doesn't really work. But spend more wisely and start actually putting together a team where you have a chance each and every year to be successful. Until that happens, and the more you stay complacent with this roster and with Brian Cashman and with Aaron Boone, I'm going to be upset. Yankee fans are going to be upset. We're not going to shy away from it. Nobody is. And until this ship turns around and you prove us wrong, we have every right to be. Start putting better products on the field. Stop trying to sell us with this JV roster that you have out there because your main guys can't stay healthy. Because at the end of the day, the way this roster looks, this team isn't a playoff team. Heck, don't even tell me that they're a World Series team because I don't believe it. Go out and prove it at the deadline. Go make some moves to go make this team a championship team because they're lacking. And I can tell you a lot of where they're lacking. Starting pitching, they're lacking. Bullpen, you're going to burn those guys out because you're using them every single night or twice every three nights and they're not going to last. Catching's been atrocious. Neither guy's a hitter. Defensively, say what you want, but you're not getting any offensive production there. Rizzo's been terrible. Torres has been terrible. Volpe, for the most part, has been terrible. Donaldson, I don't even know why he's in the everyday lineup. You keep toying with a guy like Oswaldo Cabrera, bringing him up and down from the minor leagues because when you get injuries, it's a a whole mess. And I don't even know what to say at this point. I've been frustrated about this team for a while and those comments and listening to Aaron Boone just set me over the edge. Yankee fans, I want to hear from you though. Why are you upset with the Yankees at this point? And do you think Hal Steinbrenner's comments were justified and do you think he's right or do you think he's totally wrong let us know hit us up on social media at pinstripe talk nd on twitter check out our website delahantymedia.com for all the latest news and updates regarding our show and the delahanty media brand i'm sorry guys i had to get that ran out of me very frustrated but of course we're going to keep supporting the yankees hopefully they turn it around and they figure things out 2009 has been a long time I would really like to see another World Series in my future. That's going to wrap it up for today's Pinstripe Talk podcast, powered to you by Delahanty Media. Once again, I'm your host, Nick Delahanty. As always, let's go Yankees. We'll talk to you really soon. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.